put on record so we can have a recording. Okay. That's some I, kids out you, here too. You look okay, like Okay, can can you hear? That's traditional. It sounds like top 40. I don't know. It's something. It's from the bar next door. It looks like you're in a fish tank. Yeah. <laughs> I think I must have had this for the last time I taught with kids on Zoom and now it's just stuck like this. It's awesome. It's like, oh, it's so cool. You should <laughs> like this. <laughs> Oh no, it's doing a thing. Oh no. Um, <laughs> the, um, not a second there. Um, yeah, this is, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You look like, like a, a trip, man. you look like a scary telemarketer. <laughs> like a dead telemarketer, you're a dead telemarketer or something. Uh-huh. We live in this, we live in the call center, we die in the call center. I see dead telemarketers. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to watch my language for this? No, no. Okay, we good. You definitely just need to use your language for this. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah. I just thought, I wasn't sure if you would want me to like control my, my English cursing. Well, let me tell you. A lot of the a lot of the um, the concept for this podcast is going to be around like um, the potential of like just just potentials potential in general. Basically, like there's not even really a format for the for the conversation. It's about potential, like, and so you know, I come to the conversation with that in mind. Like anything can come out of what we talk about, and okay. and, and also like my context for potential is kind of like you know, what is, what is it that we see, uh, for the potential of like, of like being human, you know, going forward, what's, what's out there in front of us, what's out there in our future, like what's the reality right now and like what's actually possible. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's why I was so psyched about what I saw, what you wrote on your Facebook today about, about Greta, about Greta. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't, we don't need to get into the, we don't need to get into the, to the, we don't have to dive deep in right away. If you don't want to, we can, you know, catch up. It's like good to, it's, yeah. actually, it's good to look yeah. at your, it's good to look at your in, inverted face right now. I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> I know. I shaved my head and everything. Like you've not seen me since I shaved my head. Nobody in Taipei has seen me since I've shaved my head. But Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you actually look really good with a shaved head. I can't pull off a shaved head. I love my shaved head actually. Like, yeah, it's so convenient as well. Oh my God. The dog's harassing the children. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's really convenient because I'm in the ocean all the time, ma'am. And you know yeah. I had like curly hair, so all right, I'm just turning off the virtual background for now. There we go. Okay. So you can see me in all my pierced glory. I can see all of your pierced glory. Yeah. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna even out the symmetry with with one more eyebrow? I don't think. I think because then it looked really weird. It looked like two alien things, and then like. I like what you I got think I would now. go for dermals or. Yeah, you should do a lip or a dermal like like a. Mm -hmm. like a yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Clearly, I lost my razor like a while ago. <laughs> I, I stopped shaving body hair completely anyway, so. It's up for your head. Huh? It's up for your head. Yeah, yeah, I shave my head, nothing else, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh my God, the dog is humping the child. <laughs> you better go stop that. Leo! Stop. That is not what we see possible for the future. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're off to a great start here. What are we looking at there in the background? Oh my God. What are we? 
<laughs> what are we looking at behind you there? What's it a map of? That's Albania. Yeah, okay. It's quite an old map though, but yeah. But oh my god, no, the dog was just full on going for it with his like seven year old kid, man. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's too young. It's just, we, <laughs> wait, that's not what we see possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much chaos. It makes me think of that Rick and Morty episode where the dogs like get smart. I haven't seen much of Rick and Morty actually. <gasps> I don't watch TV, man. Like it's not TV. It's not TV. It's like it's like. So when I'm done. Hmm. I don't even have Netflix. <laughs> Wait. Can you see? Oh yeah. Can you see the dog? I can. <laughs> bad dog. Bad yeah. dog. It's a girl as well, man. She's she's a lesbian. <laughs> Come on. Come here. We used to have a we used to have a lesbian dog that like lifted her leg to pee and she like humped things. Yeah. It was, it was so strange. It was, she was <laughs> I mean I mean I don't know that it's like I don't know if it's really fair or even politically correct to say that she was confused, but I mean to you know, it seemed like she was kind of confused. One moment the kids are talking to me. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> Yeah? yeah? Oh, that means she loves you. <laughs> she said, what does it mean when they're done? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does. It's exactly right. She, she, yeah. she, 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 she loves you. She loves you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry. What were you, I'm sorry. That it's not normally so. Usually nothing happens here because it's like low season. But now everything is happening. Mm, mm. <laughs> No, no, no. There's no need to apologize. It's all good. Like I said, this is um, this thing. It's about potential, and anything can happen. And yeah. what's you know what you know, the dog loves you. The dog loves you, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's such a. She's so cute, but she's such an. Yeah. Oh, I kind of lost you a but little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, it's awesome. To, going back, it's awesome to see you. Yeah, you too. It's awesome to see you. I've literally not seen you since. I wasn't even sober when I last saw you. That's how long it's been. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's why when you said yesterday, like, wow, you sound different. I'm like, yeah, I would sound different to Jim. Jim's yeah. mostly seen me in like an alcoholic stupor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but you look really, you look great. You look really great. You look really light and you look really free. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I've relaxed up a little bit. I let go of like London mind states, you know? Like, I drive my family mad when I go home because I'm just, like, on Taiwan. I'm on Taiwan time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Taiwan time is great time. Yeah. It's like, I, I really upset a German guy the other day because um, he was at the hostel and he's like, do you want to go, like, walk around in, like, 20 minutes? And I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, okay, I'll meet you here in 20 minutes. And exactly 20 minutes later, he came down and I was, like, making a sandwich in the panini machine. And I'm like, oh, hi. And he's just looking at me like, he's angry I said 20 because minutes. <laughs> but I'm mm. making a sandwich. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they're, not that, they're not that punctual when you, when you go there and you need some paperwork done. Really? That's surprising. That's what I heard. That's, that, that's what I've been hearing. I'm just kidding. Huh. I mean, that, that is what I heard, but whatever. Really? That surprises me. I know, you know. <laughs> They got a they got a Maybe reputation. That's Berlin, though. They got a reputation to uphold. German efficiency. Yeah. 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 And Probably. when are you in when oh sorry you? 
I was gonna say it's, it's all propaganda. It's propaganda. <laughs> anyway, there's an airplane going by. Hang on a second. Next slide, nice. All right, what were you gonna say? When are you going to Boston? Oh, I'm in Boston right now. But I mean, we're like oh. we're, we're like moving up here in um, just a couple of days. Like I think Tuesday mm -hmm. is the first of okay. the month. You got like a short term lease, or what's going on with that? No, no, we're 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 work awaying it. Oh yeah, you said. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, just like just like work away stuff, like administrative and like checking people in and just hanging out with the hostel uh, people. Yeah. Oh, that's fun though. Hostel work is fun. Yeah, no, I really like it. And um and actually the the owner just bought another house. Um and and that's actually on Cape Cod where I'm from. So mm -hmm. I who knows what we'll work out with that, but maybe 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 I'll find myself doing some work away stuff in my hometown. <laughs> yeah. Which defeats like part of the object, but it's still cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, being in Boston and like being at a working hostel is exciting because there are there, there's a lot of travelers coming and when I can't yeah. travel when I can't travel, it's nice to be around travelers. Right? Yeah, yeah. You got to keep yourself in that like weird mindset that travelers have. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. It keeps you spontaneous. I uh, I have a hard time getting out of that weird mindset, which is <coughs> not not a bad thing, but but yeah. Um, so yeah, so I was really struck by um, I, I am we're we're, we're going to jump right into Greta here. I was really struck by what you said about Greta, um, not like what about you what you said about her, but like it, you know that you. That she made you feel a certain kind of way. Would you say concerned or uncomfortable? Uncomfortable. She makes me feel uncomfortable, dissatisfied, and not because that I believe that she is wrong or this like dumbass conspiracy where she's being manipulated. Like I believe she's a hundred percent right, which is the uncomfortable part. Mm. Because like, why you know, like. I'm 26 years old and why is somebody 10 years my junior? Why is she sitting there at the UN when she should, like, she's right, she should be in school. And it's like, we are the generation, like us in our 20 something, who should be there making a noise and like making things happen. We have the science, we have as much access to the science as she does, but like we're sitting here sharing memes and like barking into a stupid echo chamber. And yeah, like Greta's so cool. Greta's so awesome. Like, okay, but she doesn't. She shouldn't have to be. Like, what do yeah. you mean? What is that? What do you mean? She shouldn't have to be. Shouldn't have to be because you know she is a kid. Like, it should be like these adults who who know what's going on and who have just as much like who are just as angry about this as she is. It should be like the adults who are taking over and making the noise, but we're all just like so obsessed by living our own lives that we're just allowing like children to try and make things better for ourselves. Hmm. Hmm. And I got you. Yeah. I don't know. I always saw myself as like someone who would be a freedom fighter, a campaigner and like a wall changer. And then it's just time and time again, you find yourself sitting on Facebook and not doing anything apart from like giving yourself a pat on the back with your friends who agree with you anyway like yeah yeah i got you well hey i want you to i want you to consider for a moment that like just this just this very conversation that we're having the fact that we're recording it the fact that it's going to 
you know, if at the end you say, yeah, go ahead, give me a thumbs up and publish it. This is your opportunity right here to be a contribution to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like, this yeah. is like, this is a step t- taken towards, towards that. Yeah. It's one step. Yeah. I always want to like, I always want to make the biggest step, you know? Yeah. You <laughs> know, it, isn't that, you know, and that's, that's like one of the lessons that you we need, we need to learn or, or rather relearn. And I think that that's a real, um, I think it's really important thing to consider because someone like Greta or even younger than Greta, they don't, they just take the small steps. They're not concerned about taking the big step yet. They don't have this inflated ego to serve yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And while I do, I do agree with you. Like she, ought not need to be put in that position. Like she, like, why, you know, why is it, and why is it that she gets all this publicity and all this, all this limelight when there's so many people out there, you know, her age and her junior and her senior, everybody around the state, you know, surrounding in, in the same generation who have the same knowledge, have the same technology, have the same ability to speak and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And for some reason they don't, they're not getting the, they're not getting the attention that she gets, not getting the publicity. Yeah. What well, she this? made the publicity for herself. It's not like we just suddenly gave it for her. She sat outside the steps of Swedish parliament by herself and she went viral. Like she made this opportunity. She started the school, school strike. She took the action. It's not like someone was like, you there, small child with, with pigtails. Like we give you the voice today. Okay. Like, you know, she had to make her own platform. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like I get this urge to do things similar, but you know, like it always has to be for me something intense and dramatic and I think about it. I think about like, you know, stripping naked and parading down the streets of London covered in like I don't know, animal blood or some shit like this to like <laughs> make a statement and I'm like you know, I can do this if like 16 year old Greta can sit on the steps of Swedish parliament. Like I can also make a difference, but then I'm much more of an anarchist than Greta as well. So mm-hmm. my, my techniques are always a little bit more extreme. <laughs> sure. sure, sure. Um, it might be the, it might be the wrong time to bring this up, but I'm actually looking, I'm looking for someone to help me take over a leadership role in doing this project. And mm-hmm. it kind of crossed my mind before we got on the call that you might be the perfect person to ask because of the position that you're in, because you're always moving, you're always meeting travelers. And I bet you have conversations like this all the time with people. Yeah, right? I have these conversations a lot and I meet people with really interesting stories and lifestyles. Mm. Like I've already told you about the French couple who live entirely like money free. And I've met many people doing lots of really interesting shit and like with their own little things to tell and the french couple they've been living money free for how long about three years three years and they're and and Mm -hmm. they're they're not and yeah they're not living under a bridge somewhere no no they're traveling right yeah yeah they're really really like sweetheart people like i would really hope our paths will cross again like but you know they're not they haven't really got SIM cards or internet and that. They're just using what they, what they managed to use. So they're kind of hard to find, but they're like absolute sweethearts. And they just, one day they got sick of, you know, they had jobs, like they worked in a university and they really wanted to do good for students and stuff like this. And they realized one day it was all nonsense and they didn't want to be a part of it. So they just left. 
Yeah. And yeah. Wow. That's, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and just say, wow, that's like so incredibly courageous. If you ask me, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people yeah. will say, oh my, you know, they're quitters or they're stupid or, or, or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think that's terribly courageous to actually see, to actually see the truth of the thing and, and, and just, you know, just put an end to it right then and there and say, you know what, yeah. like this, we're, we're not going to take part in this at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I've met many people li- living these kind of alternative lifestyles, and you always get these people who are like criticizing them for whatever stupid reason. It's like, oh, what if everybody did that? Or like, what if, I don't know, like, you know, they're just quitting and they're not thinking about this and that. Like, there's so many people ready with criticism. But when you look at it in the scope of things, they're living like a much less wasteful lifestyle, they're living a much more environmentally friendly lifestyle. You know, they're helping a lot of people as they go as well. Like they're dedicating their time and their work, like just for the basic things they need to survive. It's not like they're doing this for money and for fame. Mm. So it's a much more sustainable lifestyle than the average person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it's, it's so incredible that, um, that you regard those two, the, those two people and probably other people who you meet along the way as, as, as almost like heroic, right? They're, Mm, in some ways yeah yeah their own heroes and the inspirations right they they're 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 taking on you know they're taking on you know the problems of the world in you know the big problems of the world as individuals doing doing you know the most virtuous things that they can do as individuals to 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 contribute Mm -hmm. And, and and if you ask me maybe you don't consider it heroic but i think that that's absolutely heroic like those are the, those ought to be our heroes going forward. Mm-hmm. Those are our superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, those, and those people they really they really ought to they really get they ought they they deserve all of the support that 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 you can give them that I can that anybody can give them. You know, whether it be whether it be just like put them up for the night or feed them or give them a, you know whatever it is, just support them in whatever way to keep going and keep just mm-hmm. being able to share what it is that they're creating by, by choosing the lifestyle they're choosing. And yeah. that, that being said, I mean, I just caught up with you yesterday or the day before and, 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 and you started to tell me about what, you, about what you've been experiencing. You've been experiencing something similar, huh? Yeah. I learned this year that it's very possible to survive and travel without money. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, when you, you grow up in like this kind of, very capitalist society and you are convinced that like you just have this like phobia of running out of money like you know, it's like when you run out of money you die and that's it this is just it's like the end of the world it's like the doomsday thing like you run out of money you have to stop traveling like you have to go home and your life is ruined so then the first time i ran out of money was in march and i was completely terrified like i was like I was petrified. I remember I had like enough money for this night in a Krakow hostel and I was just there just be trying to find like other ways to get money, just like drinking all the free coffee, sending myself into caffeine overdrive. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to survive? And eventually it all worked out. Like I found a work away in Budapest that I went to and I had some, you know, I found like a way to get like little bits of extra cash coming in and I found ways to get free food so when it happened the second time, I was like, 
okay, I can handle this. When it happened the third time, I was like, oh, for God's sake, not again. And now it just periodically happens and I just roll with it. I'm like, okay, like it's, it's very possible to go without money. And yeah. Mm. And like the more it happens, the more you learn like different tricks. Hmm. Yeah. Like you can sleep outside in the summer. No problem. It's in the winter is a little scarier because you need to find somewhere to go because it's cold. Of course. Of course. You can always sleep in McDonald's. I've slept in gas stations before. I've slept in like McDonald's and because, you know, at least stay warm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it, it may not be, you know, it may not be the most ideal situation. However, mm-hmm. it's not the scariest thing in the world. It's not. You look I healthy. You, like... you look happy. You sound all of those things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lot more like settled and balanced now. The, um, the weather helps, like summer helps and being in the ocean helps a lot. If I can be in the ocean as much as possible, this is good for me. Mm. Um. But yeah, I mean, in the at the beginning of the year, it was very rocky. Like, I really regretted leaving Taiwan. I regretted everything. I felt like I was wasting, like, a year moving backwards in terms of personal development. But now I feel, like, a lot more settled and happier with what's happened this year. I'm ready to go back to Asia. Yeah. Yeah, that's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, uh, you know, knowing knowing... The company that you keep, you know, Robert, and uh, uh, otherwise, like, uh, I'm surprised you haven't gotten uh, into the crypto world at all. Gosh, no. You know, what? <laughs> um, when all that blew up, when all that blew up, I remember Robert was like, yeah, I'll give you some Ether coin. So he sold me like, I think it was 500 Taiwan dollars worth of Ether coin. Mm. And so I just had it like it was like 0.07 of an Ether because that's how crazy the the thing was going at the time and I would just look at it like I have no idea what to do with this uh-huh. and eventually like I had to uninstall the application because my phone's like a low-grade smartphone and I needed something else and then I got locked out of it so I still have like 0.07 of an Ether coin somewhere <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm never getting back to that apparently so I'm locked out of it forever oh, oh well no no not necessarily it's if you if you can remember well the, whatever you you should be they able give to give you like a ridiculous long code and do you, i thought do I you still have it. oh you don't know what you did with the code i thought i had it and i was sure it was the code i had it on a piece of paper and it turns out it wasn't so i have no idea what the code <laughs> so yeah, i'm just blocked out of that ether coin that uh, 0.07 whatever it's, it's gone <laughs> that was the cost you pay for the for a learning curve mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean I didn't really know anything about it. It was just like, I just kind of got convinced like to buy it. And I was like, yeah, sure. And like, I have no use for it really. Like I don't purchase much. Mm-hmm. I purchase like food and cigarettes, unfortunately. And that's kind of it. Like I don't make, per- so what am I going to do with Bitcoin or whatever anyway? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I got you. Um, yeah. Right now, Right now, the Bitcoin, the Ether, all this kind of stuff, like there's, unfortunately, there's not a huge, um, like a huge uh, demand. Like, no, there's a demand, but there's not a huge, um, like, opportunity for the for daily use. You know, you can't buy your coffee, you can't buy your cigarettes with it. You know what I mean? You can't buy, you can't buy, you can't buy commodities, you can't buy. Mm-hmm. 
you know, your, your daily things. And like, that's the, you know, that's the, that is when things are going to start to tip when, when it comes to those cryptocurrencies, when it comes to these alternative monies, when it comes to, you know, whatever it is, is when you can use whatever it is in your day to day, when you can buy the little things right now, Mm -hmm. it's like, right now people are all, you know, like the, it's coming Oh Well, actually I'm not all that educated on what's happening with it right now, but where, where it will actually become valuable is when people can buy those small commodity yeah. type things. Yeah, definitely. But do we not now have this problem that like the average person is not able to get hold of Bitcoin or Ether anymore? And it's kind of like by in terms of, of class and education level, they're kind of isolating for that. They're kind of divisive of that. Like you have to have a certain amount of money to like buy into the blockchain and you have to have like a level of education or knowledge which not everybody has so if we start moving towards alternative currencies is it's not creating like a kind of inequality like only people with certain privilege are able to really use them hmm uh, i have i've not i'm not that's the first time i've heard um of like a of an inequality <laughs> like, of use for it because i mean like the whole the whole the, the whole concept of the thing was this was to level the field you know and to uh, mm-hmm. to make it possible for yeah. everybody to to, to yeah, use, I like, mean, like cash. Yeah, I don't understand it that well. That's the thing, but I know like most people are just daunted by the concept of it. Like, I feel like it's very um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, it's very ostracizing for the average person. Mm. Like, when you, as an average person who's not into like tech, when you meet someone who's into blockchaining and they just go on their like <laughs> blockchain run, and like the average person just gets like. F- like terrified and runs away because it's still at this level where it's ostracizing. Like there's nothing bridging the gap between like the tech nerd who knows about it and like the average person who's just trying to live their life. Like, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because people, people love to like intellectualize stuff. They love to like look all smart and whatever, but when it comes down to it, I don't know why people just don't say, Oh, you know, it's, well, it's, it's digital cash period. I mean, have you ever used a credit? Have you ever used a credit card? Have you ever, do you use Venmo? I mean, they're both, they're the exact same thing, except, Mm -hmm. except nobody can steal your digital cash. Yeah. I know it's more secure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the only difference. It's like better than cash because Mm -hmm. nobody can steal it. And it's the same and it works the same as like a Venmo or, uh, uh, something you know zelle or mm-hmm. whatever you use like that but anyway this yeah. I, I, the, the, the conversation wasn't meant to be about cryptocurrencies or anything like that <laughs> like, i don't know a ton about it i'm just i was just curious like you know if you found yourself without money if like that was an alternative that you found mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm not sure how viable it is as an alternative when you've already run out <laughs> because you still need to get it mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, I'm quite lucky as like a native speaker, so I can get teaching jobs very easily. Mm-hmm. Like I have now five years teaching experience for ESL. So I'm quite lucky that I have an online job which pays weekly as well. So as long as I can get myself somewhere and like work a bit, I can keep like my cash topped up. Mm-hmm. But I didn't always have that. I only got like the weekly paid job back in April or something. So yeah, it very much depends. <laughs> For me, I'm quite privileged in a sense to have this little, like, weekly job that I can do. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, out of out of like what you're experiencing out on the road, like the conversations that you that you have with others who you meet out there, 
Um, what, like, what, what, what do you see is like, uh, like a theme amongst travelers, amongst pe like people seeking their freedom, people seeking an alternative way of living. What's, what's a common theme and what, like back on the topic of potential, what do you see, uh, like is potential for the coming future generations, like the people who are, who are your age and, you know, maybe slightly younger, mm -hmm. you know? What you realize, like the more you travel, I feel like we, we are brought up especially in like Western culture, we're brought up with this idea that, you know, everybody is potentially a bad person and people are naturally selfish. And we're brought up with this concept in our mind that humans are selfish and you have to do it all by yourself. Mm. And the more you travel and the more <laughs> situations you find yourself in, uh, the more you realize that most people do just want to help. Mm. Like the amount of times that someone will offer you a ride or offer you a coffee or help you out in some way, like, for no benefit to themselves just because most people they really really do just want to help somebody else and then when you start to learn this is when you start to want to apply it in your life as well so you kind of keep that going like you keep that energy flowing and you help the next person and then they think like yeah i can do something good for the next person you pass it on this is the thing i see most wow don't cry, Jim. <laughs> I'm just floored at that answer. That's, that's perfect. It's so good. Um, you know, that, that can be, you know, that could be called, it could be called paying it forward. You can call that karma. You can call that, you know, um, egolessness. You can call it whatever. But I love that that's what you're seeing as the potential of the future of at least the mm -hmm. population of people that you are coming across. Yeah. And it's not just travelers, you know, it's like the average local in a village who just sees you looking completely lost and they just bring you for coffee because they know it's 38 degrees outside and maybe you just want to sit and have a coffee and not look at the map for, for 10 minutes, you know? Sure. And yeah, it's this kind of thing. And, like you know humans are not naturally selfish i think i don't think we are you know i think naturally we are in, we're social animals and we're inclined to want to be altruistic or inclined to want to help one another you know no matter which political side you're leaning on in like a one-on-one -on -one situation like usually one person will want to do something good for the other this is just how we're inclined and if we can keep on harnessing this and you know keep on paying it for paying it forward yeah, I think this this is a good hope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. I might cry now. Don't cry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> well, then then my my assessment of my assessment of your face is accurate then. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, you look great. Like I said, you're like, you've, you've relaxed, you look calm, you look happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You've really it's transformed last... yourself. Yeah, it's not always been easy. Like, you know, I've had struggles with alcoholism and I was, did I, t I was diagnosed last year with bipolar. 
mm-hmm. which is like, which is quite like the thing to deal with. And when you're traveling, this can become like a big problem because bipolar brains, they, they work better when they have routine and things. So it can become like a bit of an issue, but now I'm like a lot more steady now and a lot <laughs> less prone to swings and rage and random crying. <laughs> Got you. Um, that's actually a, a topic that I'm like very much interested in these days is, is, um, is routine. Like, uh, if you're a traveler and you're, and you never know what it's going to be from one day to the next, have you found out, have you found out a way to keep some routine in your, in your daily life? Mm, I am like famously bad at routine anyway. Yep. So, so yep. for me, it can, I mean, what I tend to do is I go all out, like no routine. And then I like stop somewhere for a bit and go like full routine. Mm-hmm. But this isn't necessarily the healthiest way to do it. This is just me and being a person of extremes. But um, what oh, I, can, could- I can relate to that totally. Yeah. You know? And, and, it, and it, is, it is balancing in a way, but it's just not like, it's not like, you know, it's not dialed in yet. But I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean when you're traveling your routine goes out the window like you sleep at stupid times sometimes i make pancakes at two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. just because like people are awake and i'm like yeah let's make pancakes guys like let's do it so then you're eating pancakes at 2 a.m or like whatever mm-hmm. so yeah routine kind of flies out the window but when i was not traveling when i was living in taiwan i didn't have a routine either like I would stay awake for the entire weekend because I just I was just so excited to see everybody and go to parties and go hiking. So I would just stay awake for 48 hours every weekend and that's not good either. So, mm. <laughs> so yeah, I sleep at weird times now, but at least I sleep. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> well, it's yeah. all it's all perfect. You know, you're 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 <laughs> you've got your eyes open and they learning. weren't earlier. Right. Well, yeah. Earlier yeah. this morning, my eyes were like this. I took a six-hour nap today by accident. Yeah, you mentioned. So today, that today I failed at routine. What? what so uh, it's like 10 p.m. there now, quarter after. 9 p.m. Just after nine. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, what I mean is like you're learning something from your. You learned a lot from your travels. Yeah, yeah. I already. I mean, if you'd seen me before I left England five years ago, like the difference now in me as a person is insane. Like I was, anyway, when I was 18, I was too scared to leave my house. So <laughs> it's yeah, a lot of difference. Wow. That's absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I knew what it was that I wanted to, you, you were, you were talking about, um, Sorry, go back to what you were just talking about a minute ago. I know I flip-flopped a little bit. My routine's not great either. But um, you were saying uh, about human beings, you know, we're taught, we're, we're taught that people are bad and they're going to hurt you and you got to watch out and you got to protect yourself and all that. But then you go out and you put yourself out there and you become vulnerable and you find out that most people actually just want to help, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and that's, that's people, and you say that that's like nature. It's people's nature, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it makes me wonder, like, we don't really live, we, we like, don't live in nature anymore. We live in this, like, you know, in this creation. Yeah. That's, that's a product of productivity. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of, like, it, it kind of breeds or 
it sort of adds up to this not wanting to share anything, not wanting to yeah. to open up, but to protect. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and yeah, so we're, we're, we're natural beings living in sort of an uh, unnatural created environment. And it's really, it really kind of like throws us off. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I'm from a huge city, like I'm from London and yeah, definitely the lack of nature is because even if you go to Hyde Park, like, okay, it's a green space, but like all you can hear is London traffic. Like, you know, you never get away from it. And mm. I've noticed definitely that I'm much happier in places where I can escape from the city a bit and go like really into the nature. And this is why Taipei is great, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's, I know Taipei uh, is such a great city. Taiwan, mm-hmm. you know, all around Taiwan, such a great city. Like just about yeah. everything is so accessible. Like you can get to like the farthest reaches of that mm-hmm. country. So easy and yeah. so inexpensive. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I oh, I love that country so much. Sorry, I was getting a phone That's call. That's okay. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember I remember thinking like I'd never lived in a city before. I like I grew up in the I grew up in the country. I grew up in the in the woods and mm-hmm. stuff. But I remember like coming into a city the first you know few times and like and like wondering like where is the nature in a city? Like what do people do without 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 being able mm-hmm. to get out into the woods and all that kind of stuff? And I remember thinking to myself, you go a bit like, mad. Yeah, you go a bit. You go. Get You're a, a little bit frozen. Mad. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, you're, you just froze, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's because <laughs> somebody's trying to call me. Um, you go a bit mad, right. But I remember, and I remember thinking, like, the... the, the oh, we're freezing again. You're frozen in, like, the best kind of... <laughs> you were just frozen in, like, the great... You're just like... <laughs> it was beautiful. No, yeah, it... I mean, there's a lot of studies... frozen again yeah you were frozen too yeah yeah maybe it's gonna be okay now hmm. okay. it's be a great part of the podcast five minutes of two people going you're frozen you're frozen you're frozen <laughs> well I, I think i can do a little editing i'm not i'm not too worried about it I might just no, man, it. be out uh uh, here, why don't we why don't we shut off the video and see if that changes anything? How's that? I don't know if it's scary. That was a bad picture. Oh, I can, I could just see a picture of you and your girlfriend now. Yeah, try. try. <laughs> and your chest. I could just see your chest. <laughs> <laughs> um. Can you try to turn off the video and see if it helps? Yep. How's that? Does that does that help? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, it doesn't. It's kind of spotty. We might have to. We might have to Hello? call. Can you, you? Hmm. Okay. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Seems it's died. I guess so. Hold on a second. Oh, let's call it for a minute. Okay. Um, you want to call back or do you want to call it totally? Uh, yeah, just dial back in real quick and see if it helps. Okay. All right.